Drone Talks is an online platform to spread ideas and to educate in the drone ecosystem. At Drone Talks, we discuss technology, regulatory, business, and ecosystem topics openly with industry leaders to enable and foster innovation for a better future. Hi, everyone. I'm Esther Kovac, CEO and founder of Drone Talks. Today, I'm talking with Frederick Hammerell, co-founder and managing director at Auro41 LTD. Hi, Frederick. Hi, Esther. Nice to talk to you. So my first question is that why drones? How drones came to the picture? Totally a coincidence, I'd say, in my case, at least. I'm coming from the aviation sector, aviation industry. I've been flying helicopters during approximately 15 years commercially. And I came to the drone sector in 2015 after a university degree in aviation management. And uh, as I said, totally in coincidence, usually when we, you talk with helicopter pilots about drones, the tendency is to hate drones, is to think that it's something dangerous. And yes, coming out of this aviation degree, I tried to open somehow my mind and say, okay, it's a new era of aviation might be something very interesting to work in and that's the way I, I got into the drone business and the first idea coming again from this aviation industry was to say okay let's protect the props we have vineyards very complex vineyards here in Switzerland as you know let's try to protect them with a drone we're doing with this with helicopter it's forbidden in Europe Switzerland will probably also ban it in a couple of years and we usually follow the European Union, so let's go in that business. That sounds really interesting. It was a rapid involvement of, of the innovation and the drone solution. So I, I was just wondering if I understood well, you kickstarted in 2015, right? So what the company did from that day? I actually started in 2015 in another company with two uh, foreign investors. It was a company who wanted to do drones, follow me drones. You probably heard about air dogs following people on the ski slopes and things like that, which was absolutely fantastic uh, on the videos, on the papers. But trust me, uh, I used a lot of those air dogs in the mountains. Reality and hope were a little bit different. So pretty fast, I transformed that first company into the first flying school for drone pilots in Switzerland. And then came the idea of crop protection. And I left those companies in end of 2018 because of, yes, divergence, not the same vision with the initial uh, investors I used to work with. And I decided to go along and continue the research and development, improve that system, especially in the crop protection sector and started beginning of 2019 with Aero41. I think in that case, that's a really, really short time of period. And I read on your webpage that find crucial to work on different initiatives and sustainability, such as lower down the carbon footprint. And I was just wondering if you can share some activities regarding that or what Aero41 does regarding and these initiatives coming from the helicopter business i'm probably in a good position to know that sometimes and that was the basic of the idea we do with manned aircraft operations which are beyond the limits and i think the drone 
has a unique value that it can come where the human will sometime take risks and he shouldn't. And yes, there is the carbon footprint, of course. In our sector, crop protection, there is also the exposition to the products you apply in the vineyards. So that's also another, you, you protect the workers as well. So of course you operate with batteries, which is an added value in terms of carbon footprint, but also you will do less noise pollution. You will be much more precise. And at the end, you also protect the workers which are in the field. That's for my use case, but I think the droning generally can be a huge added value for this last mile, let's say, where sometimes human in manned aircraft take too much risk. I cannot agree more. And, and you know, we see a lot of other use cases, you know, like rescue and, and surveillance and others. And I was just wondering, have you ever measured the different operations doing with a drone or without a drone, like a, a spraying, a, you know, activity? Yes and no. I mean, that's comparing peers with apples, okay? Of course, in our sector, you will be much, much, much faster with a helicopter. He's going to spray, let's say, one hectare in three to five minutes, which is not the case of a drone. But we will do it with surgically precision. That's totally different. We will do it without any noise. We will do it, we spray usually very early in the morning. You have cons and you have pros, but the social acceptance today makes that doing noise at six in the morning and spraying is something people don't want anymore. They want no noise and much more precision and reduce the use of pesticides and all those things. That's a huge difference today. People know, which wasn't the case 20 years ago. Congratulations. That, that sounds really exciting. And I do remember when I was a kid, you know, I'm from Hungary and I, I woke up multiple times on this uh, huge paying helicopter noises, you know like multiple times so i think you know the world changes for for a better so speaking about this change uh, what do you think you just mentioned we are getting there and we have uh, we have more and more social acceptance but what what do you think where are we in the scale currently or what can we do as an industry all of us to drive social acceptance we are in a new era of aviation so let's rewind somehow the social acceptance 20, 30 years ago, even more, depending on what we're talking in the aviation sector. We somehow have to reinvent and to integrate those drones in the sky, in the aviation. I remember as a pilot, I never feared in my whole career that I can have a collision with a drone or a model aircraft, because model aircraft drones, which didn't really exist. Yes, maybe the first DJI's Phantoms flying away, but we used to fly with model aircraft on small model aircraft airports. We, as helicopter pilots, fixed wing pilots, we knew where those airports were. So we, we were able to fly around. We were able to fly higher, things like that. The difference today is Mr. Anybody can go in almost any shop, 
buy a drone, put the battery inside, push a button, and the drone will fly, take off from your home, from your balcony, wherever. So we have to insert this new era of aviation in the aviation system, but we have to do it with intelligence, and we have also to separate those doing that for fun, of those who will be doing that commercially or to bring added value. And those companies like Aero 41 need to have a legal framework which permits innovation and permits utilization of this innovation. I cannot agree more again, Frederick, because we need to have a right framework to be able to operate and innovate and solve global problems. And I think that's, that's a call for action <laughs> here in the end. And thanks for talking to me and thanks for the great interview. You're more than welcome. Thank you, Esther. This podcast was brought to you by Drone Talks Online, a platform designed to spread ideas and educate in the drone ecosystem. Search for dronetalks.online to hear from more of our industry leaders and to find out how you can get involved.